What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me, as always, is Matt Reed. And today, we've got recording artist, producer, and songwriter, OK Kenji, from Atlanta, Georgia, on the show. Kenji, welcome to the show. What's going on, y'all? Thanks for having me. What? what? <laughs> That's my, uh, I'm cool. That's my cool book once. <laughs> It's not. It's not. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it was cool to me. Cool. <laughs> it's real to me. That just made me think of like the wrestling. Like, it's real to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That reference went over my head. I'm gonna be honest. I wanna I wanna know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you then. Uh no. <laughs> it's um there was like um a like a viral video that had went on like years ago and uh it was about the this like it's this wrestling like fan and he was like being interviewed or asking he was asked some sort of question and then he like says like it's real to me and he like starts yeah. crying he crying and stuff and he was very passionate about wrestling yeah man I, i'm i'm officially that guy that missed the joke and you had to explain it but as soon as you did i actually know what you're talking about now so thank you it's a you're welcome. It's okay. Um, I also dated myself, and that's fine. I do that often. <laughs> he does. I, I, you know, uh, I can't help it. It's just part of me, and I am the age I am. But, Kenji, you just released your latest single, Can We Talk, on November 15th. How's the release been for the new single? Man, it's been, honestly, really, really refreshing. Um I uh, I release new music every month, and so yeah. um, I get, you know, as much I put as much as I can into every song. But you know, not every song is equal. So this song is doing very well. Um, mm -hmm. Just people sharing it, and and the comments and messages have been really great. So, you know, as much as I want to be like that artist, that's like, dude, I don't care what people say. Um, the positive affirmation always, you know, is feels good. Well, I mean, that's that's the goal. You know, I mean, everybody wants, like, writes music and wants people to like it. Yeah. That's right. the dream. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel that. I gotcha. Yeah, man. And anyone that says otherwise is just fibbing you. They're just, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Music's for me, man. And it might be. I don't know. I, I can't speak for everybody. I just <laughs> I just know me. Yeah, man. No, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like some, some music sometimes, I don't know if this is mean of me to say, but sometimes I feel like there's certain genres of music where I'm like, these people had to know that part of this was cringe. Like that was the angle, you know, was to like be as polarizing as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously like there are some times where you'll write a song and you're like, I hope everybody likes it, but I don't really care if they do. Cause I really wanted to make this and I right. wanted to make it sound this way mm -hmm. when, you know, when people, when bands and artists like completely change, like their sound, they know people may not like it, but that's what they wanted to do. And it's the, the goal is still for people to like it, but yeah, it's still something that you had to do artistically right or i don't want to throw i don't want to throw either of you guys under the bus but did you guys get a chance to listen to the new song can we talk yeah okay so add it like from your listen because i know this is more of like a punk you know centric podcast from the listen what did you think in terms of like the style and yeah let's start with that Matt, where are you at? Because I listened to it like last week. <laughs> oh, true, true. I listened to it earlier today. I, um, it's definitely feels more. We do it. We do like talk to a lot of people in the punk industry and like that. We do have people that are more on your style as well, more of that emo focused kind of. Um, I don't know if you consider yourself emo focused, but um, yeah, totally, definitely. It was definitely a nice change and. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was it's a cool song. Heck yeah! Yeah. No, I, I mean I, I, I 
What's I was going to say, I, I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every song that I had listened to of you. Like I, it's a, like, it's nice to switch up. Um, I, cause I listened to a lot. If you, if people looked at my, my Spotify rap today, uh, it's like most, most of my most listened to stuff is like, is fast punk metal and thrash metal and i love like pop music and stuff like that as well so it's nice it's a nice switch up heck yeah yeah so i mean the reason i'm asking is because when it comes to um to genres it's like when it you know for artists that pitch for playlisting and stuff like you have to put it in a in a genre Mm -hmm. and um yeah this this song was particularly weird because it's like you could at least for me, you can clearly hear the um, punk influence and the emo influence, but it's also like very pop and almost yep. even dance, you know? Yep. So yeah, a lot of the comments I've been getting is uh, people comparing it to Owl City, which um, I, I'll i take it. Yeah. And I mean, with, in Owl City, like it's, Owl City was in that kind of genre of pop that was in the pop punk emo world, you know, because it wasn't I don't think Owl City is pop punk or hmm. emo exactly, but it still fits in that world. Like totally, because like you know when I'm going through like playlists or like playlist submissions and stuff like that, you know if I get lots of them that are pop music centered, like like uh, Can We Talk is, I think that's it, like it has aspects of emo and and pop punk and the alt music that's in it then you can hear that. And so it's, though it is, like, it sounds more pop forward, it still is in that world. Totally. Totally. Yeah, something I love that Owl City does is when he performs live, a lot of his songs, he'll perform the songs as if they were pop punk songs, right? So you can definitely hear his influence um, or, you know, the punk influence on him, which I love. I, I, just gonna name drop this but i i played with him a long time ago because he's from minnesota as well wow he um and i played with i will we've i played with owl city but i've also played with his other band that he had i don't know if you can even find any of this online anymore but it was a band called swimming with dolphins and like there was a time when Owl City was getting popular. He wanted to just do Swimming with Dolphins. That's like he would only play with that was his band. And he wanted to just, just do that because he didn't enjoy Owl City as much. Wow. At least that was my understanding of it. That is super. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. But so so you played with him as in you were in a band that played with El City or you played in yeah. his band? No, okay, I did not cool. play in his band. I played I, I played a show with him. Oh, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to meet him? Well yeah. It was like these were these like this was a long time ago. He before he was like ex- very, very popular. This was oh man, like two thousand six five maybe wow okay because he was still like this was when pure volume was like the king like for music stuff it was like pure volume was one of the like the top things and it was always my i was in a band called jamestown story and it was always us daphne loves derby and a couple other bands, including Owl City, that were always fighting for the top spot on Pure Volume, mm. and uh, it was just—it was a time. <laughs> wow, that's super cool, man. Uh, you know, another comment I get pretty regularly is people comparing me to Daphne Loves Loves Derby. I think I, I, that was a little bit before my time, so like yeah. I went back and listened to it recently, <clears throat> and, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to to make connections sometimes, but I mean, I guess I can see some similarities, but that's super cool. It's cool. It's cool to talk to someone that like is familiar with that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And and Daphne loves Derby. Like that's that. I think like that, that would make me feel like pretty damn good. If somebody compared me to Daphne loves Derby, they, 
they were awesome. Like, and I, they just came back and released some new stuff too. And like, it's cool to see them back. They were, they were, uh, they were popping off for a while there. Wow. History lessons. <laughs> That's what I offer. That's Papa Pat. But talking about your music, you mentioned that you've released a song a month. And so this so far in 2023, you released Can We Talk, Hear Me Now, Believe Me Later EP, and an unplugged version of your static EP. Where do you find the inspiration to write and release so much music? Man, the inspiration is me bending and breaking to the algorithm. I wish it was a more creative answer, but um, I just, you know, I, I, well, I don't know. It's also like a muscle and I, I enjoy doing it. And I think it, it makes me better as a creator, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, every day, all day, it's just what I do. I'm in my room um, making beats, writing songs, recording vocals. Um and yeah, no, it, it's been tough. I mean, like I, I definitely hit burnout um, pretty, pretty regularly, but um, yeah, it's just, you know, for me, it's like I have a system kind of now and taking breaks when I can. So what, what do you like to do um, when you're kind of hitting a wall and like you need to get away and like stop focusing on music for a while? Like what, what do you like to do to get yourself out of that? There's a couple things. The first one, like I say it kind of jokingly, but it's like I just force myself. I, I, I just force myself to finish a song. And, um, you know, it, it's hit or miss because honestly, in my opinion, some of my best songs were ones that I forced. Like I, I it wasn't like a magically uh, creative, like overflow of inspiration. Actually, Can We Talk was one that I forced. And yeah. Uh, it, it was it was something where um, my self-imposed deadline of every month I'm gonna release a song was coming up <laughs> and I did I didn't have I didn't have a new song to release uh, and can we talk was like I had I had made that beat a while ago and so I, I was sitting on the beat and then I just I was like okay these are the lyrics that I have it's not like some groundbreaking lyric but um, it's it tugs on the on the heartstrings and it's good enough for me. So yeah, I just finished it and put it up. Nice. I, I like, sometimes I definitely agree that it's like, it's good to try and push yourself through it because sometimes you might even like find something really great out of just like not stopping. And now sometimes it doesn't matter how much you want to push through. It just doesn't happen, but you can find those moments of inspiration too. Yep. And I, I heard a quote once. Um, it was something like, oh, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to remember what it was. But it was a, along the lines <laughs> of, like, some people uh, are inspired and other people are disciplined or something like that. But basically, it's just the idea that, like, if you're a professional, like, you can't you can't just rely on inspiration alone. Otherwise, yeah. it's kind of like, well, like I was inspired two times last year, so here's two songs. Um, yeah. Which I don't know. It, it's like, I don't, yeah, everyone has their own thing. And obviously, there's great artists that do release only two songs a year and they're amazing. So, whatever. Yeah. I mean, everybody works differently and everybody's inspired or has the, the ability to do things differently. I mean, some people really only have the capacity to write a few songs a year because you know they 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 have to focus on it's got to be perfect you know so yeah it's everybody works differently and and that's why we we get so much so much fun content <laughs> yep yep i will say though like i i'm personally as a creator i'm so happy with where i'm at now because i i was one of those artists before that i, I feel like i was like too precious with every one thing I was working on. And mm -hmm. um, I was just like the classic perfectionist where it's like, dude, I'll work on a song. And I, I still am this way, to be honest, but like, you know, I'll just be sitting on a snare for all day, like working on a snare. And uh, it's just like, dude, people like hate it or love it. Like people 
aren't even really going to notice. Right. You know, like it doesn't make that much of a difference if the snare is like a little bit to the left or whatever. Right. Um, so, so now it's just like, I, like, I, I know it sounds bad, but when you say something is like good enough, it sounds like you're just settling on the quality so much, but it really is kind of like, dude, I would rather like, cause, cause on the flip side, there's just so much pressure too. like, you're like, there's artists that work so hard on one thing. And right. then they put out that one thing after working on it for a year and then you like a thousand streams on it. And like, you're just gonna, you're setting yourself up for disappointment in my opinion, where it's like ev everything you're doing has to be the biggest thing because that's all you have, you know? Sure. Do yeah, you, I can get that. Do you plan on continuing the song a month into 2024? Oh yeah. I, so I started releasing music in 2020 and I've been releasing a song a month since then. Like I have not missed a month. I've actually like increased it um, to where it's like almost like two a month. It's more like 1.5 a month, but um, yeah, no, I have no intentions of stopping. I think it, it just keeps me accountable and it keeps me like sharp and um, yeah. It's it's also my form of content. Like you know, like people always talk about, oh, dude, you gotta post more content. Well, my form of content is new music. Like I don't really yeah. do the vlogs and like whatever else kind of stuff. So just like making music is my thing. Well, and it's kind of like flexing a muscle. You know, you know, like it it comes easier the the more you do it. Yeah, and just also like you were saying. Uh, Whenever I do hit ruts, um, a big thing is because I produce my own music, I think it's like I'll step away from lyrics and then I'll just focus on the beat. Um, and that's just like a different, it's like a, a creative outlet, but it's like getting some of the pressure off the words of the, of the music. Right. Um, like, so, I mean, we, we just had uh, Black Friday uh, when we're recording this. And yeah, I went crazy with the Black Friday sales, just like buying sounds and plugins and that that's always like a huge surge of inspiration i mean this this week alone i probably like made 20 beats so that's nice. yeah that's gonna i mean dude i have enough demos and like ideas and songs that i've started like i have enough music to last me to like 2025 and it's like 2023 right now that's crazy that's awesome so yeah man so like on top of like writing songs we've talked about recording you know producing songwriting because you you've worn a bunch of different hats within the music industry um uh, so of all doing that because you've produced other artists and stuff as well what do you find the most enjoyment in uh very specifically i like releasing music um it's definitely the best part just getting to connect with people, um, getting to hear what people think. Uh, and yeah, man, I mean, the, the, the coolest thing, cause yeah, like, as you said, I, I was producing music for other artists, um, for my entire, I guess, like music career. Um, yeah. and that shift, that shift to becoming an artist, it's things that I would always hear about in interviews, like started to happen to me where people would message me about how my music has, um, you know, not to get super dark, but like people will send me messages about how they were suicidal and like yeah. their music has literally saved them. Mm -hmm. And it, that, you know, it, it's, that's something that I heard a lot, um, growing up. And then to hear like people say that to me, um, and I think I, I get it a lot actually. And I think it's just because of the nature of what, what kind of, you know, what my music is about and what I talk about, um, and yeah, dude, like stuff like that just makes everything worth it. Just with, as you said, Spotify rap coming out today, I think it's so easy to compare. And like my numbers actually went down a little bit this year. Um, and it's just one of those things where it, it gets into my head. And of course, as a human, I feel a little disappointed and like frustrated yeah. or whatever. But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, dude, like, all these people that I, I got to impact and all these people that I got to like my words helped them voice how they feel is like an amazing thing. And I'm just trying to stay focused on that. And um, it's, it's so cliche. And I feel like sometimes it's like a, like a consolation prize, but at, it, isn't that the point? Like, isn't that what this is all about? So, yeah. Totally. 100%.
you released some mega rad skateboards as merch items recently. Uh, what goes into creating non-traditional merch items? Dude, this was my first time uh, doing anything like this. And uh, it was just something I really wanted to do, uh, especially because this year, I don't know if you guys were following along, but Pokemon did a collab with Santa Cruz skateboards. And yes. that was Definitely the... Did. Dude, that was like the final straw for me. I was like, because I loved what they did. And I was like, I want to do that too. I've been wanting to make skateboards for the longest time anyway. But yeah, so after that, after that Pokemon drop, I was like, oh, and then it was crazy. Like I, I found out that there's like a skateboard um, manufacturing company like 20 minutes from me. So then I was like, all right. Dude, oh, no. sick. Yeah, I don't even have to pay for shipping till I get it over here. I'm going to just do it now. That's awesome. Yeah, like, do you uh, do you skateboard? I do. I, I'm not very very good. Um, for me, skateboarding has always been more of like a transportation mode. Sure. Um, just getting places quickly, but um, yeah, just I can do like the most basic tricks, but not even, not even. Well, I mean, that's okay. Like, I. I'm all about that. I really love skateboarding. I think skateboarding is really fucking cool. And I've never been able to do it. Uh, I tried learning once and I fell and like thought like pretty like it wasn't like I, I fell once and just gave up. But like um, I I just couldn't fucking do it. And I like handed out. I was like, here you go. Here's my skateboard. I'm done. I'm not going to try this no more. And, you know, I just but last year, like I got a couple skateboards and i'm like i want to fucking learn i just want to learn how to ride it like i just want to ride and i because i think it'd be fun and it's cool and i've always loved skateboarding i like i i love watching videos of it watching other people do it i think it's so impressive and like also like it's just beautiful like like i mean i don't know it's like but it's like it's just like it, there's something special and just awesome about it. And I just, I've always just enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's funny. Uh, growing up, uh, so I'm Korean and my, my parents uh, like in middle school is when I started skateboarding and my, my mom, especially, she just associated skateboarding with being um, like a, like a bad influence on me. She, like she just associated, what's up? said like being a hooligan yeah it, it literally literally and and so <laughs> when me and my friends would like make plans like she just thought like we were up to no good but literally <laughs> we're just like we would go to the skate park and that, that was it we would just skate we weren't doing but she just yeah she just was like oh like well those people might do drugs and blah 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 and it's like next I, i'm just i don't know what to tell you you know next um, you're telling so, me you're gonna get a tattoo <laughs> right right oh my gosh and yeah that's a whole nother story because yeah when i got my first tattoo she was screaming at me it was a whole thing but no dude like that i re i like i have these very vivid memories of my mom like literally getting a hammer and like breaking my skateboard in front of me because she just Damn. was like you well but because that's also the part that i'm omitting was that i actually was a very bad kid so <laughs> it, it, it it didn't help my case um but you know, she would blame it on the wrong things. It wasn't skateboarding that was making me a bad kid or whatever. But um yeah, I don't know why like this memory is like very fresh in my mind hearing you talk about your experience with skateboarding. But pe people, I feel like people don't understand how scary skateboarding uh is and can be. It's particularly like if you're at a skate park. I remember my first time trying to like drop in, which for oh, people people that don't know it's like when you're at the edge of a ramp and you're going down the ramp it's mm -hmm. terrifying for anyone you know for especially for your first time did have you ever tried dropping in <laughs> dude i couldn't i was when i quit i was trying to learn how to ollie <laughs> no i did not try to drop in yet like i at the point i'm in with my life now i i have to like relearn how to ride one <laughs> gotcha like, <laughs> i i don't even have that in me anymore oh yeah and, even, and when i could skateboard I, I wouldn't say i was very good at even riding it i've just always liked it and i loved the idea of it 
Mm. So yeah, man, it makes sense, dude. I mean, pop punk and like just skate culture in general. There's just so much overlap. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, the the I wouldn't be like I would be the most pop punk like dad in the world if I was skateboarding and eating pizza at the same time. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Oh yeah. So <clears throat> we've talked a bit about like, you know, putting music out and, and, and doing different forms of promoting and stuff. So when it comes to promoting your music, like what techniques do you find work the best for you? I have a really like businessy answer, but for me it's been um, ads. Okay. Yeah. Like I, of course, I mean the 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 the. I don't want to say the dream because that makes it sound way too serious. But uh, I mean, I guess for many people, the goal is to go viral. Um, yeah. I haven't had that moment yet for me. I mean, I've had pieces of content do well, but never like go crazy. Sure. Um, so for me, it's like I because because I can't control whether or not I go viral, at least with ads, I can control, well, I'm just going to make it, like, make it be seen, you know? Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. I mean, it's it's a, it's very costly, but, um, sure. you know, like, I'm, I'm serious about this, uh, about music. So it's like, uh, you know, I bite the bullet and I pay for it. Well, right. And I mean, there's going viral especially like with how tiktok has changed and stuff as well like going viral isn't as easy as it once was like there was there was a while there on tiktok when it was amazing anybody could go viral anytime like for anything and uh i mean even us with unsigned pop punk we like We've gone, we had a couple videos that went viral-ish, you know, like 100,000 views and stuff. And it's like, that's amazing. That's super cool. Uh, but it's like, that, stuff like that doesn't happen the, as, it, as it once did. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, all I can do is like keep, you know, keep going and keep trying. Um, I, I yeah, Like I said, I've never had that moment before. But yeah, it's like, I have so many friends that, that have and it's it's crazy how life-changing it is for like one one thing to go viral particularly if it's a for for an artist if that piece of content that's go that's going viral has like their music as like a central piece of it mm-hmm. and if it goes viral dude i've seen people like literally turn that into a career like you know they'll go on mm-hmm. tour off of it and they're yep. you know their numbers go crazy so yeah man yeah you just gotta keep pushing I mean, so that's all you can do. It's all anyone can do. Just keep going. Yep. We got one more question before we go to a quick break. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting your journey, what would it be? Oh gosh, that's a <laughs> that's I, I I love that question because there's so many things I would say. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind <clears throat> is uh, it's okay to change your mind. Um, I think the way that I grew up, like my, my parents put a lot of pressure on like making the right decision all the time. So like, you know, it sounds, it sounds crazy. Like me saying it out loud, uh, even for myself, but, um, I think there was just, um, no room for error for me. So it was just like a lot of pressure, um, typical, like Asian household kind of environment, I think. But, um, so what, as a kid, like what that taught me was like, dude, you got to commit. And that's a, that, that is a good thing. That is a good thing. Cause I feel like on the flip side, there's people that are like very non-committal and very flaky. That's not good either, but mm-hmm. it just puts so much pressure on like every little thing I have to, that I do has to be right. Um, yeah. And if, if I pivot, then that's like a failure because it's like, Oh, what you just tried doing didn't work out. So now you got to, you know, change directions and, so there was like actually a lot of um like guilt around that for me and so my advice at least to myself would be to just be like man it's okay to change your mind and like go a different direction mm-hmm. um cuz dude honestly for me like making that change from producing to to being an artist that was like a big change for me 
Oh, sure. Uh, but it was it was like the best thing I could have ever done because, you know, yeah, being an artist has done so much more for me than producing ever did. For sure. And, and that's like, I mean, that's that's so true. And that's such great advice. It's like, it's okay to fail. Like, I've failed many times. And I, I think everybody does. And But that's how you learn. You know, you, you can't be perfect right out the gate. And it's so rare to like right away be like just be perfect. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously there are people out there that like wrote their first song and it's a hit. That happens, you know, yeah. but it's it, but it's not common. You know, most people struggle. They they write shitty music in the beginning. I mean, I I had a song that I thought was fucking great, right? When I was in I, I was in high school, it was called Purple Dogs and Underwear, and I thought it was the fucking shit. And like it's stupid. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Horrendous. And but you grow, you learn, you change. You like you can always write another song. You can always go a different path. It, it's okay to fail. Just keep moving forward yeah absolutely man yeah and like as cliche as it sounds it's just what it is man like you gotta you know fail forward and like learn from stuff and um yeah, yeah man it's i don't know like we we, we we could get so philosophical with it but yeah that's that's uh i think that's a good place to yeah that's a that's a great place stop and we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our next segment. Enjoy the sponsor. This week, we'd like to give a huge shout-out to Affiant Records for sponsoring this week's episode. Affiant Records provides powerful and purposeful entertainment through music, film, and media to their audience around the globe to emotionally affect and bring about a positive change to the world through entertainment. Founded by music industry attorney William J. Metzger, Affiant Records operates global marketing and distribution for talented and accomplished artists, bands, and musicians. They're excited to tell you about Save Our Ships, who just released their cover of Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, featuring Ryan Vega, which was produced by Bill Pogan of Pogue Audio just in time for Valentine's Day weekend. Saver Ships are a powerful four-piece band for the UK sailing into the pop-punk scene. Saver Ships has been smooth sailing all around the country, playing gigs in Newport, Cardiff, Swansea, and more, including the amazing Ollie Fest. Now commanding the boat, we've got guitarist and vocalist James, drinking all the rum is guitarist, vocalist Alex, and keeping the boat together is drummer Jay, and just about same bassist vocalist jazz. All working towards making some, according to them, semi-decent music along the way. Officially forming in 2021, the band has a wide variety of originals with the newest release, Oice in a Slice, which the deluxe is available now on all streaming platforms. So please make sure to give them a follow on all of their social medias so you can stay up to date on not only uh, new music, but if they're touring, playing shows in your area, they got new merch, well, help support these guys. Uh, yeah, so you can find them like on all social media platforms at Save Our Ships UK. Now you also need to go make sure you're following Affiant Records to see all the rad bands that they support, because they've got a lot of awesome up and coming bands on their label. So make sure to also follow them at Affiant Records. And thanks again so much for to Affiant Records and, and Save Your Ships for not only supporting Unsigned Pop Punk, but sponsoring today's episode. And let's get into that episode with OK Kenji, huh? And we're back. I know you're back, because I'm back. <laughs> we didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. I've been sitting here the whole time. I've been just patiently waiting for you to come back after that wonderful sponsor. That I'm mm -hmm. sure you're gonna buy now because whatever you it was, amazing. Whatever it was was great. As Pat told us. But we are now into the food for thought segment, the segment which is hard hitting journalism, all about food and food related topics and questions. It's where the 
the real realness comes out. Yeah, this is where we this is where we get real deep inside yeah. your soul. No, right. no. Uh, all jokes aside, let's get down to the real meat here. So, <laughs> we're gonna throw you a little bit of a softball here. Get 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 you warmed up a little bit. In your opinion, a band, What is the must stop food shop that all people coming through Atlanta need to check out? Oh gosh, I'm the worst person to ask because I just I'm not a great host when when friends come through. Um, because all I do is just stay inside to make music. Uh, <laughs> Taco Bell, man, go to Taco Bell. Honestly, like I was like about to say that because so in Atlanta, um, Chick Fil A was started here, and um, where where I'm where I live, uh, the original Chick Fil A is like just down the street from me. So I like take taking people there. Um, it's particularly if they're from a place that doesn't have Chick Fil A, which um, I mean Chick Fil A is everywhere now. But you know, like people from like uh, out of the country sometimes might visit or something. Sure. Um, oh, sure, and I mean. And the thing is, it's like you're not just taking them to any Chick-fil-A. You're taking them to the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, where it all started. You um, know, so that that's kind of special. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, you if it, like if somebody brought me to the McDonald's, I would be jazzed. <laughs> yeah. No, well, have you guys ever been to like the original like restaurant of somewhere before? I haven't. I have, I think, <laughs> but I I don't know. I can't. Well, I can't think of it though. I well, feel like I have though. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've actually now that I think about it, I've actually been to like a couple. Like I've been to like the original KFC. I, okay. It's it's not. I, it's funny because like I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I take people. It's not that crazy. Like it's really like. It's just like any other um, KFC or or whatever, but there's like a little section that they turn into a museum or something. So I'm not that's really cool. selling it here, but also, <laughs> you know, reality. That's just what you can expect. Consistency. That's so. fair. Okay. Well, so this this question might be more up your wheelhouse here, since you're you're like I I stay in, I'm inside working. You know, you're you're in the in the apart in the house. So in your opinion, again, then what did you what do you think is the most slept on snack food and drink combo? Just in general? Yeah, yeah whatever you like. You said snack or or what combo? Snack food or drink combo. Oh, man, like I. Dude, I, I would need to think about these more, but um, <laughs> that's why they're the hard hitting questions. Yeah, yeah dude. That's why we're Dang like it. we we need you to like just dig into your soul for these. I was telling you guys earlier, I'm a fan of the show, so like part of these questions I should have expected and I should have thought about it more, but it, um it, this one makes me think of um we had that one guest. I'm not sure. I don't remember who it was, but Matt, you might remember. But he had, like, when he was on the road, he had to have the like the specific like the meat sticks. Rage. Uh, like, uh, it huh? Jeremy. It was Jeremy from Nicholas Rage. Oh yeah, he needed the beef sticks, like corn nuts, and like a Red Bull, and he needed or something like that. And he had to like put him like eat part of it and then drink it. It was like it was like it all had to like go together man i mean th this isn't slept on at all but i'll just go with what um is a part of my daily ritual and like uh, i it's every day i make one of these it's a strawberry banana with uh i i use almond milk obviously you can use whatever you like but for sure. me those three things strawberry banana that's i i drink it every day um it's not slept on i mean that's very very common um Every, people love strawberry banana stuff, but <laughs> sure, that'll be my answer for today. So, like, I mean, I I guess like it's hard when you're thinking of slept on stuff because it's like, well, I mean, I mean, the only thing that pops into my head that I always begged my mom to make me when I was a kid, but then I wouldn't fucking eat it 
because it was weird. But um, there's a movie when I was younger called Little Monsters, and I loved it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And in it, the kid in it always ate a peanut butter and onion sandwich. And mm. dude, I want like every time I watch the movie, I'm like, Mom. Make me a peanut butter and onion sandwich. She's like, no, you don't like it. I'm like, mom, I need a peanut butter and onion sandwich. <laughs> I'm watching Little Monsters. So have you tried it now? Oh, I've tried it. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 something. <laughs> do do it, you do you grill the onions or do you eat it raw? You just put raw onions on there. I mean, Ooh, I don't bro. still eat it. Like, I don't I don't. It's not a thing I eat like. I mean, you can, but it was like, it just made me think of that. Like I used to like always ask for it. Same thing as when I'd watch Popeye cartoons, I always wanted spinach in a can and, but that's fucking gross. Mm. Super gross. Yeah. Do not recommend. Yeah. That's interesting, man. I'm still stuck on the onion and peanut butter. That's <laughs> a, that's a no, that's a no for me. You should try it. I would try it. I would try it. I mean, I'm not opposed to trying it, but. Well, I think you to the know. point, I feel like if you grilled the onions, that would make it better. Like, if they caramelized now? Oh, I totally, yeah, that'd totally. Probably be, that'd probably be pretty pretty good, actually. That, yeah, that would be pretty good. But just in general, I feel like raw onions, like, they should always be thrown on the stove, at least for a little bit, you know? Soften them a little bit. Well, yes. maybe we'll have to try this bougie peanut butter and onion sandwich. <laughs> a grilled peanut onion peanut butter? Onion sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in for it. We got <laughs> one more food question, and this one's a little bit of a doozy. <laughs> Sometimes I come up with these weird questions, so. It's true. This one. You have the opportunity to cook a dinner that most resembles you for your biggest music inspiration. Who is it, and what are you making? Dang, dude, like these questions, bro. I don't have answers for this. Dang, I don't even know who's my biggest inspiration. I don't even know where to start with that. Uh, there's so there's so many people that I take like little 1% things from so many people, you know? Um, That's fair. Yeah, Matt like, does this shit, man. These are... He always has like some sort of variation of like this question and it changes up a lot and but it's always fun and it's always like I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, man. We have to. We just um shoot, dude, like <laughs> I I just because I mean th these guys are a huge influence and because we're, you know, We've been talking about pop punk. I would say probably neck deep would be my. I'll go with them. Okay. Um, and I would make. You said I, I have to make them a meal, right? Yeah. That resembles you. That resembles. Okay, perfect. So I just got back from Japan, and so I would probably make them a Japanese dish. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'll go with I'll go with tonkatsu, which is uh like fried. Well, you can fry chicken. It's basically just like fried chicken or fried pork, but it's like a very specific way you do it. Um, if if you guys don't know what it is, it's very similar to like a schnitzel. Um, okay, just like German food. Nice. But yeah, and uh, I think that would be that would be pretty good. Yeah, we'll go with that. I think they would enjoy that. I think Nick Deep, if you're listening, uh, give them a well, and I'm, and uh, you know something like that, and, and like. Asian food is very flavorful and um, it just might be like, it will be a nice change for neck deep. You know, the, the guys from the UK who their food is a little bland over there. I'm not, I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not talking smack. It's well known. It's bland. It's a little bland. Um, yeah. Nobody, nobody ever says, Oh, I'm craving British food. Oh, it's like, God. Mm. Oh man, you know I could go for a fucking real good cup of Earl Grey right now, <laughs> or a really really dry scone. It's like why would oh. anyone eat this voluntarily? <laughs> you know, it's like people eat it because they're in England. 
but yeah but uh, i mean let, let's be honest like comparatively speaking with e europe or any other country than america um health they're healthier <laughs> i mean sh maybe even fish and chips i wouldn't say is necessarily like healthy but i get what you're saying though i mean yeah okay. yeah i mean compared to america basically everything yeah. <laughs> yeah healthy i said healthier than america oh, okay all right. yeah fair enough healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That is the end of our food for thought segment. But now it's time we're going to hop into the rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. This is these are the newly formed questions. You're not ready for these questions, but you got to be. So you're just going to speak from the heart. You're going to shoot from the hip. Whatever the first thing that comes to your mind, just go for it. That Just go with it. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Monster energy or nothing? Or nothing. Uh, I'm going to go with nothing. Uh, like, I feel boring saying that, but. That's okay. That's okay. Some people when, don't when, like energy drinks. When, when we when I answer these, can we talk about it? Or is this supposed to be you like, no, nope, we can we'll talk about on. it. We get to, the the funnest part about rapid fire questions is that not once do I think it's ever fucking been rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, man. People no, well, you guys ask like it's fun. So like I think, you know, I think that's a that's a good thing, you know, like to inspire conversation. But are yeah. you are you guys uh energy drinkers? Oh yeah. I am. I, I'm not as bad as I used to be, but I am I, I do partake in some uh, energy from time to time. I I was okay. about, up until about a month ago, and then I've I've really cut back because I'm getting old and I need to not drink as much energy drinks. Oh wow, this is a this is a new thing. Then up until a month ago, yeah, yep. Well, dude, good for you, man. I mean, dude, like I I've just I'm not a big caffeine person, which is why I feel like. Uh, I have a terrible sleep cycle. So sometimes I, I think about it often, like, man, if I started drinking coffee, it might help me regulate my sleep, right? Um, yeah. But at this point, it's like, I have friends that like, they're like, oh, dude, I'm like, I'm trying to cut out the coffee and like, they get so mean. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. you are definitely addicted. Um, and yeah, like my, my household just, we never, coffee was just never a thing. So I never got yep. into caffeine. Um, but if there's like moments, like something will happen where like I need to stay up, then I'll go buy an energy drink. But yeah, it's just not a part of the, the lifestyle. Nice. I mean, it's a good, it's a good choice. It's a healthier choice. I mean, mm -hmm. I only... I try to only drink like zero calorie drinks. Um, I prefer to only eat my calories if possible, you know, because yeah. you already don't get an. I already don't get enough calories if I want to try to stay trim, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm failing in that department. And if I were to drink drinks with calories, that's going to make it worse. I hear that, man. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one's it's pretty it's pretty simple. Pop punk or emo? Oh my gosh, that this isn't rapid, bro. You, these are not rapid <laughs> questions. Um, I think the next I personally think the next one will hit you harder than the, than these two. But <laughs> for my listening pleasure, because I I would say I make more I make more emo stuff, but. Uh, I listen to more pop punk. So if we're going off of what's available for me to listen to, I would probably go with pop punk. Okay. All right. Taylor Swift or John Mayer? Oh, th that's actually easy for me. I'd go with Taylor Swift. Nice. See, it's also kind of a trap. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you're, if you're a Swifty, you'll know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely a Swifty. Now, like, I, I love John Mayer, but, I mean, dude, Taylor Swift just has so many hits. And, like, in terms of inspiration, like, Taylor Swift, actually, I'm very inspired by her. her oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love Taylor Swift. So, it's yeah. 
I feel you. All right. Skinny jeans or baggy pants? Um, I've been trying to get more into baggy pants. Um, okay. so just for um Sophia, if you're listening, I'm gonna say baggy pants just to make you happy. Okay, look, if you need a little um help, like see I I was skinny jeans all the way. Like I was, and then I bought myself, I went back and I was like, I was gonna make a video basically. It was for when um, when we were young, first was announced and everybody was losing their shit. I wanted to make a quick TikTok. I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I need to get myself a studded belt. I need to get myself a pair of Dickies. And yeah. I did. And now, honestly, I can't not wear Dickies. Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot how comfortable they are. And it's like just baggy pants for me all, all day if they're Dickies. Mm. Yeah, oh. man. Yeah, I, I I wear skinny jeans, you know, like it's almost kind of like a, almost like a stereotype, just like the black, all black everything. Oh, um, but I mean, but I don't know, like I, I've been I've been feeling the baggy jeans. I mean, I don't know. Everything is a circle. The trends swing back and forth. You know, it's like the, the skinny oh, jeans will come back. But oh, it. it it most certainly will. It's funny because me and my wife are so happy right now because the trend is what I did, what we did in high school. <laughs> mm. And I'm just like, all right, I kept all my shit. I'm ready. I'm hip again. <laughs> I'm yeah. hip again. This is great. Because I never changed. Uh, <laughs> uh, Disney Plus or Netflix? Um, well, I don't have either, so I'm just going to go with Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. Stuffed crust or deep dish pizza? Deep dish. Okay. Vans or Chuck Taylors? Oh, Vans for sure. Okay. The All-American Rejects or The Offspring? All-American nice and this one now you've you've you said you've checked out a couple of the episodes so you might be getting yourself prepare, prepared for a uh, a jingle of sorts but we didn't do the jingle this time um now we have a finish this lyric and i was planning on changing it every time but i didn't so <laughs> mm. we're going to go with the same finish this lyric and see if you can get it okay you ready Okay. I'm sick of the things I do when I'm nervous, like... Wait, wait, wait. So this is a lyric from a song that I'm supposed to finish? Yes. Well, that one, I the blank that I'm drawing is enormous. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. What song um, is it? It is another band from Minnesota that is popular like owls but they're not like owls though. okay they're they whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. so let me let me at least try to can you tell me the first letter of the band m i'll even try and i'll even sing it to you a little bit see if you can catch it okay i'm sick of the things i do when i'm nervous like the size of the draw the the blank that i'm drawing is enormous i i don't i have no idea it's okay it's motion city soundtrack oh gosh what song is it everything is all right everything mm. is all right well yeah. that's what happens when you're just not a you know when you're not a big fan of uh of them so now you have homework after this too yeah. <laughs> now you have homework to prepare for for the next podcast. Start like memorizing everybody's lyrics of all time. Everybody, <laughs> everyone ever. <laughs> Goodness, because you never know what you're gonna get hit with. Yeah, well, I, I plan on I plan on doing different finish the this lyric each time, but I completely spaced that because this is only the second time 
So I failed right out the gate. So once again, we talked about this earlier. So learning experience for me. You know what? It wasn't, uh, I feel like maybe it's only a failure to you, brother. And that's okay. See, but that's what so I should have known. I wanted to change this because this was a plan that I had made. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, well, I, but, yeah. And I, I was saying that because like, it wasn't a failure to me is what I was trying to, was trying to say. Oh, I know. And you're, you're a sweetheart. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> but that is it. You did it. You finished the podcast. Now is your chance to let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you, and what's next. Yeah, so it's, you know, when this drops, it'll be 2024, a brand new year. Yeah. Um, Lots of new music. I will probably have new music out since we're recording this. So go check that out, whatever song it is, because it doesn't exist yet. Um, (laughs) And yeah. Check out the skateboards. We have a few left. And um, we're working on a tour right now, which will be my first tour ever. Um, so that'll probably be announced later on into the year. But, man, thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Hell yeah. No, it was awesome. And now one other question, though. So while you're touring, are you going to, like, make a backlog so you can still continue releasing music while you're gone? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Whenever I have something that I know I'm going to be doing, I usually hit overdrive and start stacking up a little bit. Damn. You, you are an impressive machine. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, Music it's, uh, I'm, I'm putting myself to the ringer. It's definitely not like, I'm not you know going to pretend like it's all like, like it's hard. It's very exhausting, but um, yeah. I think it's worth it. Uh, and I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was, but man, I would love to come back maybe in like a, a year or two to update you on what else I've been doing. Absolutely. This was awesome. Hell yeah. We would love that. We would love to have you back. Man, thank you guys. Heck yeah, absolutely. Now, Matt, Matt and I, we're going to stay right here. And so if you're listening, you stay right here with us. We're going to hop into the Unsigned Pop Punk News right after this jingle here. Friends, it's the unsigned pop punk news. And uh, yeah, that was great. It was a good time. We just, you know, hung out with Kenji. And uh, yeah, man, like, got some great advice. And uh, yeah, I I always enjoy, like, those questions, you know, that we ask it at, at the end. I love the, uh, like, the... Um, the advice section at the very, at the very end, you know, uh, it's just so cool to me, like hundred and some episodes in that where it's like still different answers every time, every time, every time I'm like, I go into it and I'm like putting that one in the memory bank, putting that one in the memory bank. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's cool. And it's one of the, the reasons that I wanted that to be a mainstay I don't even remember what episode it was that we started that like started keeping that every single time. Um, huh? I said before my time. Before Matt's time is true. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm so happy that we decided to keep that one. Cause it's just, it's always good advice and, and it's always different and it's because everybody's journey is different. And that's, what's so cool. You can take, if you've tried one of these ways that um, an artist is like, well, I keep trying this and this doesn't work. And, you know, it's cool if you you can listen from week to week and get a completely different answer that you could try. Literally, man, my beard's looking nice tonight, by the way. I'm looking looking at myself in the, in the, in the, since I, since I'm, Spoiler behind the curtain, everyone. I, I've been recording these last few episodes, so I have to I set my I have to set my zoom up differently. And so I I'm, I can stare at myself now, not just tiny. And <laughs> this was my biggest problem uh, on my stream because I, I would stare at myself too much. So I had to start covering myself up because I would stop staring at me. You know, that that's a look right there. I think I think your wife would enjoy that look, Pat. I'm if for those that aren't watching, I am twisting my beard into like a little a uh, little gross little thing and um sometimes i like to do this um there's a, so 
it's long enough now to like i you know i have no like i shave my head you know so i don't have any hair up there but i can put this into a beard bun there you go <laughs> so i can't do a man bun but i can do a beard bun let us know speaking of beard buns let us know Join our Discord and let us know what are your thoughts are on beard buns. On top of, <laughs> <laughs> do you have comment a... on this episode, baby? Come on. So, do you have a story? Do you have a song that you really enjoy from OK Kenji? Did you? Were you like, man, that was fucking rad? Because that's how I am. I was like, man, that episode was fucking rad. I'm like jazzed up right now. I want to fucking release music now. I'm like sitting yeah. on my ass and I'm like, man, I got music to release. He's doing one song a month. What the fuck is my problem? Yeah, what am I doing? Nothing. You know what? You you can do it, Matt. See, I'm staring at myself again. There I there I go again. So this is switching topics a little bit. And then not to talk about, you know, donating money and stuff to people, because that's really cool. We'll get there. But you know what's one thing that I wanted to start doing? Okay, because you know, <laughs> I'm in this phase right now where I'm like really interested in reading books, you know? <laughs> and I was like, there was a time I was like, I wonder if we could like, we should start like, um, like a book club on our discord. <laughs> I mean, dude, a pop punk book club. I, I, I might know some people who would join your pop punk disc book club. Yeah. Would you join it? You're asking a lot. I'm I am currently reading it right now. It is that is a long book. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I, I, I don't know. Maybe if we read the, the Dave Grohl book to get in our book. <laughs> we'll do the <laughs> Dave Grohl book. It's gotta be it doesn't have to be music related to be in this book club. Do you think? Or just books? That's Can a, we just be tattooed people and just liking books? I mean, you can don't I mean the great Shia LaBeouf said, don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. Just do it. I love it. I love that. Hey, speaking of loving things, love people. Uh, one of the things that we do with loving people is we have our gender equality shirts. We have not decided, you know, if you're listening week to week, you want it, eventually you're going to be like, oh, they decided on something. That's great. But currently we're just saving them money. Uh, for 15% of every purchase of our gender equality shirts are going to be donated to a new charity. So we're going to be switching this up um, from time to time. We were working with the Trevor Project, but now we're going to switch up and start working with a new charity to donate it to. So also, you know, you can so you can get our gender equality shirts. It's great. You can get them at onsidepoppunk.com. Just go there. We have a whole bunch of merch and not even just merch. It's like, you know, we got cool stuff with skulls on it. Uh, we got metal font stuff because that's cool. We have stuff with my dog's face on it. That's pretty cool. It's adorable as shit. So it says unsigned up punk. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, yeah, we have lots of cool stuff for everyone. And we even have like kid sizes. We've got cool stuff for everybody. Really? So... Go check it out and uh, love it because you will. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, at this point, that uh, very emo festival just happened. Is, has happened. Just happened. And, uh, it was wonderful. It was. And I am probably on my way home still. Um, I'm going to assume that I did not just drive home the day after so um because i'm gonna take a little vacay it's gonna be nice i'm gonna go try and see the alamo that's cool i'm gonna see if there's a basement in the alamo because if Pee Wee herman can do it i can do it and i'm sure that that doesn't ever irritate no the the the, the guides i'm sure they're uh, i'm sure be like yeah uh-huh okay basement okay thanks you're funny. I know. And I will be. And I will pack that away in my memories that I got them. Yeah. King of the Hill went to the went to the, the Alamo. Ozzy Osbourne was rumored to have peed on it. You could be the second. 
Nah, nah, dude. I like history. I ain't gonna pee on it. <laughs> there are things I'll, there are things I'll I would pee on, but I don't think uh, it'll be the Alamo. Me, but who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll have to go to the bathroom real bit. I don't know. Don't put that on me. Okay, thanks so much, <laughs> Kenji, for hanging out with us today. Uh, it was great. This was great, Matt. Thanks for always being my friend. I love your Green Day shirt you got going on there. Uh, huh? I've been I've been losing some weight and it fits. So I'm, I'm stoked on it. It's a sweet shirt. It's a really cool shirt. Thanks so much to Gibby. Uh, thanks for to Gibby for hosting me. Maybe Matt if he if he decides to come with down to Texas uh, and uh, hang hanging out with us. That was great. Thanks so much as always to Lawrence Crow for making all of our design dreams come true. Thanks so much to Ross at Electric Kiwi once again for always helping us whenever we need and helping everyone who needs web services designed and done and such a wonderful human being. So yeah. friendly, so supportive. Both those both of those people are the some of the best human beings on the planet. So yeah. hell yeah. Thanks. Thanks to all of them. And thanks to you for listening. And thanks to you for listening over the entire 2023. It was awesome. And uh, here's to a new year. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you next, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.